Hey friends, I'm Jeremy Hearn, and welcome to the Saint Friends Podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. Today, we meet a Benedictine monk who lived during the High Middle Ages. He began his life seeking vengeance, experienced the mercy of Jesus, and ultimately founded a religious order that continues to this day. So let's find out just how crazy life could be at the original turn of the century with our new friend, St. Giovanni Gualberto. Giovanni Gualberto, sometimes called John Gualberto, was born around the year 985 to a noble family that came from an older and more noble family called Vis Domini. He was born at the Castello di Petroia, which is about halfway between San Marino and Rome in Italy. When Giovanni was born, he was the second of two children with an older brother named Hugo. Giovanni grew up in the Catholic world of the High Middle Ages. Apart from the seemingly supreme authority of the church at the time, let me set the stage a little for life during the High Middle Ages. The world was physically starting to warm up after the Dark Ages, and as temperatures increased, lands in the north of Europe became more habitable. As a result, Viking raids came to an end as they started permanent agricultural settlements, people still struggled with disease and a huge disparity between the rich and poor. Just as some additional historical footnotes to our St. Friends story today, during Giovanni's lifetime, the real King Macbeth lived and died, and William the Conqueror invaded and, well, conquered England. Okay, back to the story of the day. Giovanni, like I said, grew up in the Catholic world and was educated by the church, but he had little interest in religion. He, like many noble-born youth before and after him, was interested in the things that most were. Fancy clothes, what type of stone to put on that wall, and the cute aristocratic girls at the castle next door. You get the idea. Life was pretty good for Giovanni until one day when his older brother Hugo was murdered, and Giovanni dedicated his life to revenge. For several years, he searched for his brother's killer, and one day, Good Friday actually, Giovanni entered the city of Florence with his armed followers. He found the killer in a narrow alley when something unexpected happened. The killer fell on his knees, and with his arms stretched out wide, he begged Giovanni for mercy in the name of Jesus. Giovanni, moved by the thought of Jesus' own death on the cross, granted his request, let the man go, and renounced his vow of revenge. Giovanni went to the Benedictine Basilica San Miniato al Monte, or St. Minius on the mountain in English, to pray. He said that as he looked up at the figure of Jesus on the crucifix there, it bowed its head in recognition of his merciful act. Giovanni begged for forgiveness for his past sins, and later that week, cut off his hair and began wearing an old monk's habit that he found. Over just a short time, Giovanni became determined that he was called to become a Benedictine monk, something that his noble father opposed. Eventually, he came around and gave Giovanni his blessing. 
Over time, Giovanni became frustrated with some of the sinful practices of his abbot and bishop, so he left the Benedictine monastery and wound up in Vallambrosia, just a few miles east of Florence, where he founded his own monastery in the year 1036. Most monasteries had gardens for flowers and vegetables, but Giovanni opted to have the monks plant pine trees instead. He quickly became well known for his compassion toward the poor and the sick, so much so that Pope and future Saint Leo IX went to Vallambrosia personally to meet him. Two other popes, Stephen IX and Alexander II, corresponded with him regularly, and Pope and future Saint Gregory VII recognized Giovanni for his pureness and meekness of faith as strong examples of compassion and goodness. Giovanni remained an unordained monk for the rest of his life until he died around the age of 80 on July 12, 1073. Giovanni was ultimately canonized by Pope Celestine III on October 24, in 1193. Today, he's considered the patron saint for parks and park rangers, so consider visiting one today in his honor. The park or the ranger, whichever is easier and maybe have a quick picnic. Anyway, thanks for joining me today as we've talked about the noble boy who sought revenge and instead found the road to sainthood through Jesus on the cross, St. Giovanni Gualberto. Just a quick reminder that you can reach out to us by email at saintfriendspodcast at gmail.com or on social media at saintfriendspod. If you like the podcast, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on because that helps the algorithm get the podcast out to people who may not know about it yet. And as always, you can find us at our website, saintfriends.com. As we wrap up this episode, we ask for the prayers of our new saint friend. May we, like Giovanni, find new life in the sacrifice Christ made for all of us. Yes, we might have bad feelings toward others, and we may even act on them, but let us seek the mercy of Jesus when we fall. In our story today, we said that Giovanni found his brother's killer in a dark back alley, but as his life after that has shown us, he actually met Jesus in that alley. Help us also to meet Jesus and turn our lives around when we find ourselves wandering through the dark back alleys of our own lives. We say together, St. Giovanni Gualberto, pray for us.